Hello everybody and you're welcome to the first episode of the second season of Coffee and Beans with Adeshola Balogo. Of course, well, my name is Adeshola Balogo and um, we are back and I'm here with um, a very good friend of mine, a fellow fashion ent- entrepreneur. Um, I followed his um, journey for the last couple of years and I'm super excited um, that he's the first guest on on this podcast episode. Um, his name is Izzy Anaigbodon. Um, he is a fashion entrepreneur and the founder of a Lagos-based uh, menswear clothing brand called Looks Like a Good Man. So the first time I heard of Looks Like a Good Man, the name itself um, attracted me, like like got me very interested. And I'm like, mm, this 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 in itself is a conversational start. Anyways, we would we would we would dive into into his journey and um, how we started. And uh, welcome, bro. Thank you, thank you. Thank it's been you. it's been a it's been a it's been a while. We've been we've been pushing this thing for for quite for for I mean, quite for quite a while. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm glad. But you know the way I see life, it's it's not wasted time. Yeah, it's actually perfect timing. True, that's true. happening now. It means it's perfect. I mean, look at it. First episode of the second season. <laughs> look at that. How special? How special? You right? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I just want to tell you how proud, how proud, how proud thank I you. am of. Um, how how your journey has been and you really inspire me and so i'm really excited about um you you talking about your journey and um mm-hmm. i'm highly highly excited as to what we are going to so so let me let me let me let me let me take all, all the, the way back um how did it looks like a good man start did you uh, know when growing up that you're gonna do fashion okay so first off shala says this thing every time <laughs> Like, I'm so inspired by you. I'm so... And I look at myself, I'm like, does this guy know how much he pushes me? What is he talking about? I am inspired by you. You push me. I mean... So, but that's it. Now, that's good. So, I, I, it's it. I need to put this out there. The person doing this interview, don't mind him. He likes to form. I'm very humble. I'm under the radar. You're not under the radar. You're on the radar. We okay. can see you. Okay. Okay. Yes. I get you. I get okay. you. Okay. Okay, so it looks like a good man. For one, I never knew I was going to go into fashion. In fact, growing up, I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. I just wanted to work for people and earn my money, earn a living. I love my peace of mind and I'm very lazy as well. <laughs> right? So, <laughs> wow, only it with your chest. No, uh, I mean. <laughs> your full chest. I mean. So I never, even in university, when we used to do GST and we had a GST for entrepreneurship, I'm like, who the hell needs this course? I'm mm. not, you know, I was mentally distance from that course because wow. I, I never saw myself as a was there a particular reason why like i said it, it had nothing more than laziness Le- okay I, I just couldn't think of the stress of I, in my head i'm like why do i want to own my business that's a lot of work it is actually that's a lot of work so i just knew that hmm, maybe another man will be this business let me just put <laughs> put myself there and, and plug honestly, myself in yeah yeah that was my mindset so all through university i never i never sold anything I never thought of oh doing this. I was just living on my parents. Wow. You know? So that's that's how I was. It wasn't uh, looks like a good man. But one thing is has been there. I've always loved fashion. Hmm. I've always I've always loved to look good. I've always loved to to come out looking nice. I've never I'm that one person that you will not catch me on fresh. And I kid you not. You know, if if I'm wearing my shorts and a shirt. I look good in it. There's nothing I wear that I don't I don't look good in. Word. You know, it just became a second part of me. So looks like a good man started by chance, right? But thinking of it now, it's not by chance. I think it was God that planted that seed because 
how long are you going to keep running? It's easy to say, uh, man proposes, right? Mm-hmm. And God, um, you know? Yeah. So, I know that I I never used to wear native attires. I didn't have one growing up. Right. Okay, maybe when I was much smaller, our parents used to mm-hmm. make. But in growing up, like getting much older, finished school and all that, I know my mother bought fabric for me. Right. And when I had that, I gave it to some guy close by. And the guy sold nonsense. But I wore it because I didn't know how else those things would look would look yeah. you know and these captains that we're, we're wearing now let's not forget that a while back they never used to be fitted to be fitted yes they, they never baggy. used to have a shape mm-hmm. right i grew up seeing my mother going to senegal to buy up nepa fabric to buy those you know those really shining those, those really um shining uh, brocade, uh, brocade fabrics, exactly yes. and those things as at that time she used to sell them for like 30 40k that's a lot of money. Yeah, just the right. fabric or finished, or it's they finished. were finished. Wow. So they will go, she will go to Senegal. They would make them, and she will come and sell. Okay. So they were sold as ready to wear. Okay. Right. So people. So as kids, we had those. Right. right. But they were really big. They were huge. You know. So <laughs> yeah. native fashion was sort of seen as oversized fashion. Mm-hmm. So when they made that one for me, I'm like, oh, I didn't see any errors in it. But she not got me another fabric again, and I had this guy close to my house. I'm like, okay, let me try this one. And the younger boy made something for me. It wasn't as good as, but it was much better, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, oh, so I'm like, okay, can we add cufflinks to this thing? And she now gave me someone else's number, a tailor at that time in Songwater. And she said, oh, try this guy. And this guy comes and gives me what I've been looking for. Now put a shape to my kaftan, gave me the cufflinks, mm-hmm. you know, the neck. And I wore it and it was to shape. You understand? It was, it was to shape. How many ago was this? Uh, let's say 2014. Okay. 2014. 2015. 2015. Okay. Because looks like a good man started 2016. Okay. Right. So to, as at that time when he made it, I'm like, oh yes, this is it. So my mom just used to get me fabrics then and I'll make for myself. Right. I had a nine to five job then, and Fridays native day, of and course. I would wear it and I would get so many compliments. compliments. I would really get compliments. I would really get compliments, and then I didn't again. No thorough business acumen. I wasn't thinking of it as a business. I would easily give people the tailor's number. number. Oh, you can patronize him and, and things like that. And the idea for looks like a good man started when the compliments wouldn't stop. I'm like, you know what? Okay, maybe we can make this a business, right? But what I would do is I'm still not interested in running it, right? So I would get this tailor, get him a store space. He just pays me rent. Hmm. That was the idea. I idea, had. yeah. But when I spoke to him, he didn't seem ambitious. He didn't seem hungry. I'm like, he was okay with it in his, in his little corner, just exactly. doing his thing. Exactly. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm I'm going to start it. You'll be my tailor. And I didn't I didn't have a name. Mm. I didn't have a name for the brand. I didn't. I'm not one of those people that started out with a business plan. I'm not one of those people who started out and had it all figured out. In fact, I tell myself that if I had known that this journey was going to be like this and there were so many intricate areas to it maybe i would have been too scared to start yeah right but yeah. i literally just woke up one day and i said you know what okay this fashion business i had a huge following on twitter right so i just put it out there oh i i made clothes now and that's how i get got my first two three orders you know people just came in and that is how it's been till today we grew from one staff oh yes i must really share this part of the journey that tailor that I hired showed me Pepe. Shege. Premium Pepe. <laughs> he showed me 
Pepe. So how long did did you work with him, or did, did how long how long did did he work with you? We didn't work together for three four months. No wow. Way. We didn't. Probably like a one or two months thing. And you know the funny thing is, I'm a creature of habit, right? When I feel that something is working a certain way, I'm not obliged to change it. Hmm. So because I feel that it's working, and it's really not good because it makes you. It gives you a certain unnecessary level of comfort. Comfort, yes. Yes, right? And comfort, so to speak, is not good like 100% and, uh, you know, so things like that. Uh, when it happened, when he... So he was a compulsive liar, if that's the word. Is it compulsive or impulsive? Compulsive. Compulsive, yes. Compulsive. Compulsive. Yeah. He was a compulsive liar, right? I would have orders and this guy would not come to work for like two weeks. And he was your only staff at the time? He was my only tailor. Wow. The height for me was when he put plaster on his face and said uh, <laughs> he was in an accident and somebody died in the vehicle. Whoa. Or was it the one that he said his landlord arrested him and put him in prison? <laughs> or jail or something. All that time you were still doing your 9 to 5? I was. I was. Okay. All right. I was. I All was right. doing my 9 to 5, you know? So it was It was a side hustle. Right. It was a side hustle. I never. Did you ever? Did you did did you ever see it as um, it having prospects to be your main business? Like, okay, so let's fast forward a few months Mm -hmm. after you let the guy go. Mm -hmm. You had more orders kept coming in. Mm -hmm. Um, At what point did you tell yourself this thing is looking like it can it it's enough to feed meal? Like, I think we should we should make that jump. At what point did you start considering what was was there was there was there was there like a life changing moment? Was Mm -hmm. there did you get some big contract that, mm-hmm. like, at what point? What what was the turning point for you where you said, "This looks like good man is looking like mm-hmm. it will be the my 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 mainstay." Well, how 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 did you how 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 did you think you would evolve? What made you think before you even made the jump? What made you think that I think I'm ready to to start thinking about evolving this side hustle mm-hmm. into a main business? Okay, so uh, honestly, there was never a time like that. Mm-hmm. There was no eureka moment eureka where moment, it just yeah. came to light and I'm like, oh, I must do this. But a series of incidents happened and I found myself in a state where, oh, my, I can't do anything else. You know? I had a job. I had a nine to five. Did it pay well? Yes. Okay. As, at, as at that time, I was earning good six figures. Wow. I was okay. I was living, I was living okay. I mean, I, I had a job that had just bought me my first car. I was able to move out of my parents' house wow. from that job, mm-hmm. right? I was working for an e-commerce firm, right? So I was I was at least comfortable. And even the day I quit my job, this business didn't have 30000 naira in its account. Wow. But I was fed up. You know, when you just have a hole in your heart and you're just like, this doesn't seem fulfilling anymore. I'm stressing myself. On most days, I'm lying and I'm sick, so I don't have to go to work to and work. all that. So it was at that moment I knew I had to drop this. But I was still, I was still buffering my CV up. Then, like, mm, let me find another job. Find. Well, guess what? When that happened, there was never, never, there was never a time that came that I was hungry to the point where I had to take my CV up again to look for another job. Wow. You know, it was. I finished this. I quit my job and I found out that the business got me so busy that I didn't have time to think that to I think, need oh, I need another job. Another job, right? So what I now saw myself doing was having time to build, having time to say, my focus was now on 
how do I move this business from point A to point B? From point B to point C? From point C to point... You know, things just... And that's what happens when God ordains your steps, you know? You just find out that once you put the focus on Him, you do the work. Mm -hmm. He brings the blessing. blessing yeah. That's how it works. My pastor says something. God's blessing is times zero. It's zero. It's zero, yeah. God wants to bless the works of your hands. What are the works of your hands doing? Yeah. You know? So... It was, it was, we were so occupied with the brand that it grew from one person to two people, from two people to three people. We were constantly looking for new staff at that point in time. Mm -hmm. The case where I was the one doing all the errands, running around, mm -hmm. it stopped being that way, you know? Because there are other things that needed to have done. We saw, I saw myself hiring a personal assistant. I saw myself hiring a manager, you know? And it just, it just grew. Grew. Like that. Like that, yeah. Naturally, you know. And I think that's what happens with focus. It's not all the time that you have to tell yourself, oh, this is it, right? But sometimes your focus are on your focus. You are focusing, the way the popular saying now, now focus on your focus. Focus on your focus, right? Yeah. You're minding your business and focusing on your focus, right? And it just grew, you know, because it's now that you're asking me these questions that I'm thinking, thinking. back exactly. on these things. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah. just seems like, no. So it wasn't really that way. It was this way, yeah. you know, and it sounds weird, but that is the honest truth. I'm very honest about my journey. journey I'm yeah. not one of those people that will tell you, oh, uh, I had a five-year plan. I didn't have a second-year plan. <laughs> Honestly speaking, I didn't have a second-year plan. I didn't have a third-year plan. But one thing I knew is that this thing I have started today is not going to die in my arms, right? So sometimes your gut feeling can be so strong that you just have to respect it because... What you think is your gut is God talking to you. Yeah. And I True. don't mean to sound all preachy, 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 but I cannot deem the God factor in my life or in my business. Business, yeah, absolutely. I can't because we're not one of those businesses that started out with funds. We started from ground zero. That's what I've explained to you. I remember there was, I, I, I remember when we didn't even have money to pay the landlord's salary. I, I am rent. Rent, yeah. The, when in, we started. In, in, in that, um, yes, there, used, there used to be this... It was uh, a kiosk. Like a kiosk, yeah, I remember. We started in a kiosk. I remember. We're sitting down in my office now doing this interview, right? Yeah. That kiosk was not half as half big as this. Half this place, yes. Yeah. I remember when you had to extend the table... God bless you. ...to almost the, the roadside. God side. bless you. That yeah. was my office. Yeah, I remember. So my office then was on topic generation. I remember, I remember. So I used to place it and that's where I would sit down. But guess what? I never saw myself as lacking. I, I knew that wasn't my destination. It's a journey. It's not a destination. Mm. So I never pitied myself. I never pitied the business. All I knew was we make sure that whatever we're producing does not look like where we're coming from. Mm. You understand? Yeah. Again, focus on your focus. Some people will focus on the fact that they are in a kiosk. They will focus on the fact that uh, their next door neighbor might pour water on the road that needs to stay in this. <laughs> they will focus on... There was a day in that same kiosk that... Um, local government staff, I went to the market. They locked the store up, took my generator. All these things honestly didn't deter me. There were times when we were in that kiosk, my best friend, as at the time, told me that for his wedding, he was going to use a much bigger designer, designer. and he wasn't going to use me. Wow. Again, all these things don't deter me. It's not my business. Another person's opinion of my business is their opinion. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. What you just need to do, put your best foot forward and focus on your God. Because I can tell you that the people that are strongest clients till today 
did not know us from Adam. You'll be so surprised how God will raise men, one man, to be like a million men. True. Absolutely. And it happens in this business that we do. Do you understand what I'm saying? One opportunity can change your life. There have been several opportunities. The first time I had six figures, six figures in my in my in my hand <laughs> like this, cash. I'm not talking about oh money that was sent to my account. It was cash. When I saw it, in fact, okay, so that's the moment that I knew that in this fashion, I think you we're can making headway. make money that will buy you a house in Banana Island. Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's yeah. that's, that's that's fantastic. So let us let us. Um, Circle back um, a few for no. Let's let's move forward a few years. Um, mm -hmm. You're on the course. This looks like a good man is is yes. is making headway. Um, how did you? First of all, how do you come about? How do you, how were you able to carve a niche and know that? Okay, so look looks like a good man. One one of one of their will I say um, signature looks is the mm -hmm. is the use of stones. Yes. Uh, beads. Yes. In local parlance, shine shine. Yes. How did that how did that become your signature look? Was that mm. was that was that was that was that was that was that more of a um oh I, I want to I want to focus on this mm. to let that so when when people see this they know that this is my brand or mm -hmm. was that was that was that was that something that you've, you've always been interested in? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So uh one thing another thing I always hear is I'm very inspired by female fashion. Right. I'm very, very inspired. Do you have sisters? No. Uh, yeah, I have three sisters. I have a baby sister ba and two... Oh, I, I, I have four sisters, rather. Right? Um, I have a baby sister and three older sisters. But I didn't... No, two older sisters and one younger. I didn't grow up with my sisters. Okay, okay. Yeah, I didn't grow up with my sisters. So it's not like... Oh, I oh that you saw them? Yes. In, yeah, no, okay. I, didn't, I didn't grow up with my sisters. Okay. It's just my baby sister who grew up with us. Right. Well, I was already in my formative years, years when already. she came, right? Okay. So, I'm very inspired by female fashion. When I started this, I always, always wanted us to be different in everything that we did. And that's the truth. And you can, first of all, see that with our name. One of the things that I told myself when I wanted a name was, I didn't want a name. I wanted a statement. Hmm. I wanted a statement that when you hear, you would not forget. It will remind you. I was going to ask how yes. how looks like a good man. The, the name, name came about. Right? Okay, <laughs> so, no, let's 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 tackle how do look like a good man come about. We we'll talk name. about we we'll yeah. talk about the um, yeah. your signature looks. Exactly. So so the name was. I knew in me that I didn't want a name. I didn't want none of those couture fashion all those things. <laughs> no, I didn't. Asian fashion I limited. Did. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I wanted something that would stand out. And if there's one thing. In as much as you might love fashion, everybody wants a standout. True. We are very alike in a lot of ways, right? But everybody wants a standout. And that was one, and that was one of the things that I wanted for Looks Like a Good Man. So this day in my friend's house, we're all laughing. And, and then my friends used to call me good man, good man, good man. Why? Hmm. Man. <laughs> it was mostly crews. <laughs> okay. You know? Because I can come into the house and say they'll go bad man. And I'll tell myself, no, no I'm, I'm a, a good, good man. man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm like, hmm, okay, so I think looks like a good man works better. And the good thing about it is when I started and I put the name out there, it was an argument online. Like what is looks like a good man? That's a bad statement. You are now meaning that the person is not a good man, but he it looks, looks like a, a good lot man. of implication. Yeah. And at that point where the argument started, I'm like, good, beautiful. That is the reaction to get that, that I, I want. want. Let me, let's get people talking. Exactly. And we left it. We left it like that 
that right now it sounds normal when people hear it yeah the first time i heard it i'm like man that's a mouthful exactly but the thing about it is when you are resolute as to this is what i want everybody falls in line see i'm going to i'm going to reference ugomoye right shout out to ugomoye shout out to ugomoye (laughs) right we don't see all the time but when we see we have very deep conversations and one thing he's told me right which really stuck is you do the impossible so much that it now starts looking possible Mm. chief you know that in the things that we do you set a trail shout out to you you started one thing with our showcase and i keep giving you that credit (laughs) because you started it yeah you made our showcase uh commercial a lot of people don't know this please tell them or tell them tell them if you pay attention to fashion honestly speaking i knew when you started it i knew when you started it wasn't mainstream Mm -hmm. it wasn't mainstream right you made it mainstream and that's what it is because before then people would have looked at ashoki ah what can you use ashoki i know people that used to sell the ashoki immediately after their wedding their wedding yes you know yeah but now i in fact i have two ashoki pants in my house that's all now that's what it is it's not mainstream someone started it this monogram Agbada embroidery that everybody is doing another do you know what monogram was used for before school uniform uniform yes uniform logo face cap cap, t-shirts yes someone thought about it one day and said oh yeah it can be used for this guess what we have been doing monogram embroidery we've been doing monogram embroidery since 2018. wow yes but it wasn't our main focus because the stones, like I said, yes. were what we're more focused on. So you wouldn't know us for, oh, uh, monogram embroidery and all that. It's, it's, I like it. I love the neatness about it, right? But, but I think what, what the Northern guys were able to do, which I applaud them for, was make it more acceptable, which is what it is now, yeah. right? Everybody wants to have the house style. Okay, good. Embroideries didn't look this way but now everybody's wearing the house of style, style embroidery, embroidery yeah. which is the monogram looking style hmm. it has now become so normal it has now become so much done that it is now normal, normal. you understand and it's the same thing with stones when we came in i looked at female fashion ah um, i like the way these people are shining, shining. <laughs> <laughs> so and i really really wanted to do it. i'm like okay let's try this thing out I went to Lagos Island and I bought a lot of stones, but I didn't like the quality. So I spoke to my brother in London. He's like, hmm, you know what? And then we started talking to factories. We started talking to factories and we found factories. We, you, do you know how much money we wasted? Hmm. We, we import, we see We'll that, try, try and error, try, try this try. one, yeah. See, we now got the proper factory that they will build from scratch. They will give us the quality. Stones cost us money and time, but almost it is beautiful. beautiful yeah you know yeah and it's it's why when we started it's a it was nah we're not going back on this this is because you can do it in so, so many, many so many ways. so many ways yeah you can have your embroidery and you put the stones on it you know you do things like that so that was that was how the stone thing started for us it was really we wanted to be different we wanted to stand out always always okay always. so yeah. um, um so what would you say for that person who isn't that fashion thing, but wants to create a niche for themselves. Like, um, thinking about the Ashoke thing now, like, yes. to be honest, when when we started, when our spoken started, it wasn't yes. like, oh, we said, okay, nah, Ashoke, that, that's what yes. we want to start yes. doing. It's, 
Um, so, so how does it work for? I guess, I guess it's individual, but for you, like, like, how does it work if you're gonna speak to that person who mm. says, for instance, there was a there was a Kelly Chamadio B ad, you know, yes. for for a furniture company, and I saw and I said, no, this is this is look like a good man, and I think I remember asking. I said, oh yeah, you did it for him. If you there, yeah. there's, there's 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 another, you know, there's that joy where. You see somebody wearing something and you say, oh, this is so, so, and so. And the person says, oh, yes. So mm-hmm. how does one have a niche in in terms of, as a fashion brand, you don't want to be tagged, locked in with everybody. How does one create his own lane, so to speak, Good. as a fashion person or as a business person generally? Yes. Okay. So first of so, so to speak is... You can't do fashion business if you don't believe in yourself. Hmm. Yep. You can't. And you know the thing about belief is that it doesn't erase fear. It doesn't erase self-doubt. It doesn't erase doubt. More often than not, do it afraid. Yeah. So I'm scared. I'm shaking. Do it. What's the worst that can happen? I can tell you one thing. When in this business, right, there was a time I was so worried or what would the future of the business be? What would happen to this? What would happen to that? And I heard God clearly and he told me, he said, you have the rest of your life to do this. Hmm. You have the rest of your... And I don't think people understand that statement. I have met people that started coding when they were 40 years old. When did Warren Buffett start making money? Maybe people should read on Warren Buffett. Hmm. You know, don't... See... Another person's morning is not your morning. Absolutely. When you wake up, that is your morning. Why am I saying this? I'm going somewhere. When you realize that this is what I'm good in, more often than not, you will find a niche from there. Word. Say so that again, see? please. Say that again. For, those, for, the people, for, the people, for the people at the back. Say that again for the people at the back. When you find something you are good at, there you find your niche. I'm telling you. Absolutely. Because you see in fashion, right? There are some of us that, that are blessed with making a lot of things. Shola makes casual wears. But I'm going to ask Shola, Shola, do you make ready-to-wear bomber jackets? Bomber jackets? No, no, I don't. I don't. Do you make t-shirts? No, I don't. Do you make underwear? No, I don't. Do you make singlets? No, I don't. Your niche is not there. Hmm. Are we going somewhere? Yes, we are. So that you are doing fashion does not mean that you have to make kaftan. Hmm. And that you are doing fashion does not mean that you have to make kaftan the way the northern guys are making it. The people around you might not love their kaftan style like that. Like that. What works for you? What do you love creating? The society you are in, right? What part of the things that you do? Find a need and apply the value and solution to that need. I can tell you, when you do that consistently, there's no way your niche, except you don't know yourself, there's no way your niche will not come out. Let me tell you, one of the reasons why we started Looks Like a Good Man, right? And was because we wanted to attack the wedding industry. It's an industry I'm passionate about. I love to make grooms look good. Because you see that joy on their wedding day when they look good, Mm -hmm. the confidence. So, 
One reason why we started using stones was I had to ask myself, challenge myself, how are my grooms going to look different? different? Look at where I was paying attention to. Look at where I was applying it to. I was paying attention to female fashion, but applying it to male fashion. Female fashion. Gold that is expensive, where is it gotten from? Dirty. On the dirt, yeah. Do you understand? So, you have to widen your horizon. You, you, you have to allow your mind roam. You will find your niche. It doesn't have to be, oh, you meditate and all that. See, consistency is greater than perfection. Hmm. Yep. We're so obsessed with perfection. We're so obsessed with being number one, the biggest, the best, the this, the that. Where Twitter exists, Instagram exists. Where Twitter and Instagram exist, TikTok exists. Exist, yeah. Where TikTok, Instagram, and, and all those exist, Snapchat exists. All of them are eating good. True. A lot of us have all four of them. <laughs> yes, yeah, so. Okay, why are we not saying, let me do, uh, one, let me do one and leave the mm-hmm, rest? Mm-hmm. Why? Value. They are giving value. Yeah. By the time you give, see, eh, someone told me something. He said, be so good that nobody can doubt you. Do you, do you. do you know what it is when you are so good? You're so good. I'm very passionate about this thing that I do. You're so good that people... I've had people who've said, ah, we are so upset. We're not coming back again. They they come back, yes. I mean, I mean, See, we have to... People can for, never for lie. People can never lie about the value that you give them. They can, they can tell you that lie, but you see the person, they can't tell that lie. It is they themselves. They cannot lie about that value. What are you giving? For some of you, eh, your niche might be fashion education. Yeah. Your niche can be boxers and singlet. You, you think we don't have challenges? Or you think that is every day? Okay, let me give you an instance. I went to the this, this week. I went to the market this week. And my budget, my budget, the looks like a good man you're looking for, was 200k. That's why I told myself that as we're going to the market, we're not going to spend we're not going more to spend than 200k. No, but most That's likely, you would, you, would, you would exceed that budget. I only wanted to go and buy black fabric. <laughs> so why am I exceeding that budget? I just wanted to buy black fabric. Guess what? For a wedding of like five people, right? Five, ten people. So mm-hmm. I said, okay, 200k. Guess what? My bill that day was 700,000. Hmm. Suck it up. Rather than cry that we're spending too much money, I started thanking God that we can afford spending too much money. Word. Last Word. week, we had to buy a generator, 1.9 million, from nowhere. My gen was giving me issues. Yeah. Do you understand? I'm like, you know what? Let's go and buy a new generator. But before I'd have gone like, oh my goodness, we just had to. What if we didn't have the finances to buy that? To buy that. We didn't even have to pay two times. There was a time we bought a diesel generator. We paid three times. You need to start learning to count your, your blessings. blessings. Give the way God has given us grace. You need to give yourself grace. You need to tell yourself, "I have done well." Listen, there's a difference between telling yourself and being prideful in oneself. Telling yourself is you acknowledging it. Being prideful in oneself is you washing it down and making it look like something else. Yeah. You understand? So, in all of these things, I'm saying is I'm very huge on knowing yourself, understanding yourself, it will really help you to grow a lot. Apart from finding your niche, it will help in your business. When you know yourself, you know your weaknesses and you learn how to apply those weaknesses in business. 
one of my weaknesses is that I am not a morning person. I do not like to wake up by 5 a.m. I do not like to wake up by 6 a.m. In fact, the only reason I wake up by 6.30 now is to join my morning prayers and do my morning prayers. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? But what did I do? I know that my business needs to operate in the morning. So I built a structure that will operate while I'm sleeping. I only wake up very early in the morning by 4 or 5 on a need basis. Hmm. Not on a daily necessity basis. basis because yeah. let me tell you, eh? When you form, oh, you don't have this weakness, I don't have it, and you want to, it won't work. I've seen an entrepreneur that does not like to work during the day. She knows that she does not like to work during the day. She works better at night. At night. She's nocturnal. She has applied her business to that level. To that level. Your weakness can be a strength. A strength. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And it is a culture that we need to have. It's weakness. We see weakness as bad. Everything is bad. I don't see good or bad human beings. I see human beings who are capable of good and who are capable of bad. That's how I see human beings. We all have good and bad in us. It is the one you now choose to apply. Mm -hmm. That's how it works for you. By the time you know, see, eh, when you know yourself, it will help. I'm not a social media person. I don't like social media. Why though? It's stressful to me. I told you at the beginning of this podcast, I said I'm lazy. You told, you told so, so, so how were you yeah. able to get that um, uh, Twitter following like, that, that you that you that you mentioned earlier? So it even grew to it grew to an Instagram following as well. Because as we speak, we have close to 100k followers on Instagram. Yeah. It was very. Organic. On your personal page, because I know you are you are black caftan on the yeah, on Instagram on, and on Instagram. And uh, yeah, so so was it was it on your, on your personal page or looks like a good man page that you you know had a lot of followers? So on now I I was a nuisance on Twitter, you know I I used to look for trouble a oh, lot okay okay and all that, I mean honestly speaking, so that 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 was it. That's how I grew a following on, okay, on Twitter, okay. right? And it moved to Instagram with looks like a good man. But one thing I knew was consistency. Consistency, yeah. And that's why I say about consistency. It was so I I hired a social media manager early enough. Right, as at that time, I think we were paying her like 30k or 20k, <laughs> you know, early enough. And we just used to apply, apply, apply. And it's what we still do to now. Because a lot of us judge our, oh, it's a business page, it must have 200,000 followers, it must have. Nah, it doesn't have to be like that. My biggest customers have come from Instagram and they didn't even like the picture. Like the, mm, mm, they didn't mm. even like the post. But you see, when you apply yourself and you offer someone value, the person who you're offering value knows that that is what is for him and he goes after it. You understand? So, more often than not, you have one chance. You have one chance to... One chance to to, to know, make to, exactly. to make an, an impression. I, I always look at it as the five minutes elevator pitch. But in, 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 in this stead now, it's not a, an elevator pitch. It's your first impression. Mm-hmm. And for the ones that go further with the order, it is how did that order apply to them? I tell my staff one thing, right? 19... 5% of the clothes you make, you're never going to see. Those clothes are going to enter rooms where you are not there. Mm-hmm. So at that point in time, those clothes are going to be speaking for themselves. Very true. So when you are making a cloth, what do you want that attire to say about the maker, about the one that made it? What do you want that attire to say about you? Because behind all the bravado, all the nice pictures, all that, all that, at the end of the day, customer alone sorrow. True. You understand? What exactly are you making for that person? Have people seen your pieces and made a phone call? In fact, we thank God for referrals. It is why we exist till tomorrow. Yeah. You yeah. know, because we get a lot of calls. Oh, I saw it on my friend. 
I saw, I saw, you know, and these are the caliber of people we've made clothes for. So these are people, this is, these are not their first caftans. These are not their first clothes, right? And these are the things that, again, what I say about pride, it doesn't take us to the point, see, nobody criticizes my pieces the way I do. When I meet my customers outside, I'm just thinking, ah, oh, my, I can't do this. And the customer is thinking, wow, this is the best best I'm, outfit I've worn in my life. I'm quiet. And yeah, I'm like, really? <laughs> I know what you mean, absolutely. You know, I'm judging the piece from head yeah, to yeah, toe. Yeah, thinking yeah. of who I'm going to warn in the office that they should not try that thing again. I think I think we are, we are the most critical of um, of, mm. our, of of ourselves uh, yeah. uh, the most. So so let, let let's let's um, before before the mics came on, we talked about um, yeah. being interested in educating the the, the next level of um, yes. of um, fashion ent entrepreneurs. Um, why 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 are you why are you so passionate about that? What what um what would you say is the driving force behind that? Okay. Growing up, I used to attend a youth camp, and I saw how much young people struggle. You know, we look at teenagers and uh, we don't understand how grown a lot of them are. Mm -hmm. And it morphed from me seeing, noticing a lot of leadership skills in me, right? And I think that was where my first set of passion built. I really wanted to lead people. But after that, I started fashion. And because I didn't have anybody holding my hand, it was much trickier and maybe much harder than it would have been. Would you say there is a... Um, would I say there's there's lack of people who are willing to speak? I mean, one of the reasons why I started this podcast was to get people to talk about yeah. their journey. You know, you, you even, even when talking to you, you said this, this is the first time you're actually articulating how much growth of the all the all the all the yeah, yeah. So, do you think there are people who, um, I don't know, for reasons for, for reasons best known to them that are not really open about how um their journey or are not really um are not ready to take on like the 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 uh, the, the next set of the next generation of mm -hmm. not just fashion in, in any any business endeavor do you do you think that the, the do you think there aren't too, there aren't many people that are willing to mentor and why okay so for one it's a poor mindset right uh what i've noticed in our fashion journey is that we do not like to share yeah Absolutely. I can give you like, stories for days, but... We, I mean, we do not like to share. We're very selfish. Selfish, yeah. Right? And uh, we're unnecessarily competitive. I say unnecessary because I'm I'm in Maryland, right? This office is in Maryland. Maryland, yeah. I'm, I haven't catered to everybody on this street. I haven't. Hmm. The percentage of kaftans we make, how many people in Lagos, for starters, have we catered to? True. So who are you really competing with? Who are you really competing with? We think in competition rather than... Collaboration. Rather than collaborations. We think more in competition. And this is where I talk about the tech guys because I like that industry because they there's so many partnerships. And you see, this thing is we that have come after the greats in fashion are following in that trend, which isn't good. We that started later is what we met. The ones before us are not very cooperative. They're very competitive. Yeah. My brand, my brand, my 
How many of those brands can we say spanned 20, 30 years? Not too many. Not too many. How many? But it's what we got into. Everybody just wants to be master of their adubo. <laughs> that they're not so... You know, people are only teaching people when there's a camera in front of them. There's... I don't give a damn about those things. Right? Camera or no camera in front of me. I really... I'm very huge on partnerships. I'm very huge. Because let me tell you, life is sweeter when it's a partnership. Risk is shit. Can I can I just can I just plug in something? I mean, shout out yes. to Easy and there was a time when Easy and came to me and said, "Man, shall I have far? You you this ready to wear thing? You will teach me." I remember I'm like, "This is Easy and looks like a good man." I mean, and that for me was was a teach was it was a teachable moment for for me in that as up there that I think he is, you know, I mm. feel he's humble enough to say. This is what I don't know. This 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 is what I, I I I don't know. A lot of people think, a lot a lot of people are not humble enough to say I don't yes. know everything. Um, this person does this better than I do. Oh, mm -hmm. can you help me with this? But we don't find love. And you like like you said, it, it's you can attribute it to having a poor mindset. So, um, how do you plan to take this mentoring uh, thing? Uh, mentor, what's what's yeah. your what's your plan for 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 mentoring? So, yeah. of, of of your young uh, fashion entrepreneurs. For me, uh, I know my wife and I have had this conversation. She's like, I should do more Instagram lives, but those things are a lot of talk. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, I'm very lazy. <laughs> it's a lot of talk. I start yeah, setting up ring lights. It is actually. It is actually. I don't. So, my 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 first point of call is. I wanted to be something that people would cherish. Right. Right? So I wanted to be like an opportunity thing for starters. I can start with 10 people. I like, and it was while I was talking to you because I know, okay, you started this podcast and this podcast is one way to really reach people. True. Really reach True. the young True. ones. Like I said, when I started, there was really nobody to point me out and say, oh, this is the market you get this or this is the market. In my head, man, Tinubu was the, was the hub of everything. It was so I didn't know there were even other parts of Lagos Island where you can get some mm -hmm. things. Even till today, I don't know some markets where you can do some certain things because of the way we started, right? And it was when I joined, shout out to groups like CDH. I mean, it's also where I met you. Yeah, shout out to Pastor Femi. Pastor Femi, man, you know, so these are these were things that really helped my journey, right? Yeah. And I'm like, if I have this information, I've always been very expressive. I'm very expressive about the love that I have for people. If I love you, you will know. If I like you, you will know. Yeah, shout right? out to you too, man. <laughs> so I cannot have information and God has given me this thing for free. You see, people don't understand one thing. Death is very final. And when death comes, what am I carrying to the other side? Yeah, freely have we give. Freely have we said, freely, 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 should, freely should we give. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you are not going to carry your rings, your shoes, your knowledge, your certificate wouldn't matter in heaven. Yeah. You know, so it is here that we are going to spend. So it's knowledge that I have. How much are you going to take away from me? You know, when I started, people would say, eh, don't send your tailor to this person's house or don't. I'm like, any customer that will go with a tailor that I sent is not my, my customer. My customer, yeah. Honestly speaking, as prideful as that sounds, it is my reality. I don't feel that you have to die before you make it in business. Hmm. I don't feel that you have to suffer for seven years of famine and seven years of glory. Mm -mm. See, Tap into your Bible. It is there. He will give you ease and plenty. Mm. When you tap into God, yeah, challenges will be there. But you know that the one who are created, you did not 
create yourself. yourself the yeah. person that created you applies to the birds of the air, the fishes of the sea. He feeds them freely. Now you, with a brain, why do you think you will go hungry? Someone that created the entire world in seven days, you believe, right, that he will just leave you hanging. And that tribulation that he is bigger than that you are facing, the challenge, is going to end you. I don't see my life like that. I feel like anything I don't have now, right? It's not that I cannot afford it. I don't need it. When God makes it a need in my life, he will give me the resources to afford it. It's the same thing in business. We didn't start out here. We're in a four-bedroom duplex now, right? We know that we have a London office. Do you understand? We didn't just wake up. People need to understand time, season. Because you see your 29-year-old friend in a Range Rover, you will drive Range Rovers. Yeah. It's how life works. You will. You will. You don't have to kill yourself now. Okay, guess what? If you're going to worry a challenge, oh, this is what I'm facing. Oh, you changed the style of your head. <laughs> What's going to happen? What's it going to do? Headache now. Headache. No solution, <laughs> right? So, it's why I see life like, it's, I live a simple life. I want to wear my clothes and look good and impact people on the way, right? So, going back to what we were saying, I really want to start like an, an opportunity and you can help me because you see, I know, I know my strengths yeah. and which is why it's easy for me to come and meet you and say, Shola, this is a challenge I'm having what you think. Yeah. Right. And it's also because you are, you are free with information. Yeah. Where I am. Yeah. Because absolutely. I've gone to meet people before. I had people that used to, they would try to be picking my brain, be picking, be picking. And I'm telling you because it doesn't matter. So you don't have to form, you don't have to feel like you're taking advantage. Taking advantage. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You get me? So I want to start with an opportunity of 10 young designers, people who are just starting. Let me talk to them and understand that. A lot of challenges they're expecting. They shouldn't think, oh, it's uh, the big brands are experiencing the same thing. Yeah. You know, I still I still have jitters when we deliver an attire and I see the customer's phone call. My what is going on? Why are you calling me? I mean, the person can be calling you just to So say thank you. This outfit was... A customer called me at 11.30 p.m. yesterday and I was like, God. I just, want to say, I, just, I just want to say thank you for time delivery. Sorry, I'm calling. I'm like, you should have sent a message. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't know, you don't know the anxiety this call is exactly. giving me. But, exactly. Yeah. Guess what? I was in a Mayatako session and he mentioned the same thing. Wow. But, and then that's the thing. If, if you're not around people who are of like mind, you would think you're you the only exactly. person going through that. Exactly. So you wouldn't know. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's why we need to share more. You know, when you want to scale up your business, talk to people in that stage. Talk to people who have scaled their business. Be open. Yeah. It would help. You have no idea how much information helps. Absolutely. There's Absolutely. a grant for fashion designers now. A UK grant. How many people know about it? How many it? people know about it? Hmm. How many people know? People feel it's just like a... Uh, okay, sorry, I think the skilled... No, the skilled one is the for care, right? Yes. And yeah. there's also the school one. School, people yes. feel those are the only two options. No, they, 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 uh, exactly. People feel those are the only. Two if you options. don't, if you don't talk, to, but but like like you said, you know, it's possible that the people they met and and mm -hmm. the problem is everybody's going to meet the big names. Exactly. They don't, they don't know that people like you with 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 the, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the kind of experience you've got in are able to um, what they call it now um, inspire and teach people mm -hmm. what they need to know. You know, so. So, so another thing, another thing with them is uh, people are very also very superficial. They literally judge you by what they see. See, yeah. So because you might not be a noisemaker, right? Uh, people feel like 
Okay, let me know. I, I think noisemaker is not the term because uh, you might not be out there, out, out there, there, yeah, like that. See, if some of these fashion houses tell you how much they made last year, you'll be shocked. Do you understand? And it's it's what it is. By the it's a friend of mine has told me about an argument they were having where they were they called my name and called my brand and said ah that one waiting we get you know he just and that one was defending me telling okay you know say he just and in my head I'm like. What's the need Why? for defense? Like, I don't give a damn. It, it doesn't affect me in any way. See, my priorities in this life. Hmm? My family, number one, they're good. After that, we share it out mm -hmm. to people. I can travel when I want, eat three times a day. I'm not trying to be the biggest billionaire you've seen. I don't like stress. I'm, I'm soft. Peace of mind. My peace of mind is more... You see this peace of mind thing? It is why integrity is my watchword. Yeah. It is why I will not scam. I will... Do you know the millions people have transferred off Instagram? First time of doing business with you. They will, they will send you some money that if you want to run... Run. That you money, yes, exactly. You can. Yeah. But to what end? I think... It, I think, you I think, I think run. It, Integrity is another thing name. that is... Um, is is a oh, big we, is we, people, people minor on it a lot. They don't know how we, big. That's the biggest thing in our trade. It is why the notion when people say tailors are they they will use the box they, before they call your name. Baba, I've been in my office. I had a trip to Dubai. Right. I was going for a wedding. We were servicing the wedding in Dubai. Right. Guess what happened? I was in my office getting those clothes ready till two a.m. My flight was by six a.m. My, my flight was by nine a.m. I mean, I had to be at the airport by 6 At the airport, yeah. I was in my office till 2, 3 a.m. Wow. We could have easily said, call customer, give him one excuse and all that. But see, I die on my word. Prof. My Absolutely. word is my bond. bond. Yeah. I have been in office by 12 a.m. I have not slept because I must make sure. If I tell you sure that I'm delivering that if I tell at 8 a.m., Man, I told a client that I had a virtual consultation with from America this morning, right? I told him, I said, See, he, he, what, what did he tell me? Eh, when you make this close for me, eh, you I'll, don't know, I will expose I exposed you. I will tell I will, more people say, about it. Papa, Papa, don't worry, <laughs> the clothes will let sell me, itself. You don't the even clothes will sell itself, yeah. Because let me tell you what it is whether I charge you one naira or I charge you one million naira, the minute I tell you that. Looks like a good man is going to make this attire for you. We are going to put our best foot forward and make sure that we give you nothing less than the best, yeah. nothing lower than the best, nothing minus the best. Hmm. That is it. I'm in a jungle. I'm not here to. I once you, once I, I see, I must give you value. Absolutely. Once we have that exchange, it is. It now means that value must be given no mm -hmm. less do you understand me yeah i'm passionate about what i do so when i do that you can't tell me that um, oh we're not having one excuse or the other excuse mm -mm. Mm. my word i die on my word because you must know that about me that when you came to looks like a good man, you got value, value yes. for your money. And that is, and that is, and that is. I'm a sucker for customer service. Yeah. I don't joke with it. So I must make sure that you get the best experience whatsoever. You know, and these are things that tailors joke with. You take more. You don't know how to say no. 
Yeah. These are things young designers do not price yourself cheap. These are things that we need to teach people. Teach people, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes experience is the best teacher. We have experienced it. It's why we are here. Walk away from jobs. You don't sell 360 at Bada, but you want to collect the job to do what? <laughs> and you don't want to outsource, outsource the, job, the job. But you want to take it so that it will choke you. <laughs> you and your tailors will not sit down, or you, you are the sewer. You will not sit down and be, hey, I go do this one. Eh? How do I? Why? Follow your peace of mind. And, and a lot of us price our work too cheap. Too cheap, yeah. I mean, that's 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 one thing I've learned from you. Like, you're like, man, this thing, oh, now the price where I go do be that. And they, they, they don't want me to go because I feel, um, uh, back to what you said about, you know the amount of value that you're giving and you are, you, you pretty much put your back into it. So, and so, I mean, with the with the years of experience, the amount of investment you've made to make that happen, um, it's important for people to see our worth. Anyways, thank you so much, Easy End, for the time. Oh man, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm 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 happy we finally made this made 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 today's um, interview yes. happen. Um, where can we find you on socials? Uh, okay, so uh, it looks like a good man everywhere on um, Twitter. It's official LGM. Okay. Uh, but we don't do much there. <laughs> on Instagram, it looks like a Look good, like man. A good man. Okay. Right. So, like I said, Shola, I'll definitely love to work with you. Yeah, I'm open to that. People, yeah, sure. Right? Sure. So, young designers, especially. Yeah. I think we can um, jointly put out something. Yeah. And, you know, we can start with 10 to 15 people. Yeah, I think so. I think You I know, think, make I it like a two series okay. twice in a year. You okay. Know, so, people really cherish it. But there's a need to educate people. There is actually. People, there let, is. Let, let me give you a scope, right? Um, so, Fashion designers, don't take what you do for a job. The richest man in the world right now is a fashion retailer. The owner of Louis Vuitton. Yeah. The richest man in the world, right? In the hierarchy of wealth creation, right? Money is about number five. Networking is number one. Number one. Mm. In the hierarchy of wealth creation. Now, in the things that can make you rich, in, in the things, in fact, the top hundred, right? In the, in the industries, with the wealth, fashion is right under tech. Wow. Fashion is number four. Number, no, it's not number five. I think it's number four. Hmm. People must wear clothes. It's not a want. It's, it's a need. need. It's a necessity. Hmm. Do not downplay what you're doing. Even if someone, let me tell you something. When people try to get cheaper prices, they try to downplay your value. Is it it's not okay. just uh, the needle you. and thread it's and so, it's material? Okay. Somebody's telling you for their wedding that they're spending so much on decor. Why are they not spending so much on clothes? On clothes, yeah. They want you. Let me tell you, it's a strategy by people. They know what they're doing. They want to downplay your value so they'll get cheaper, cheaper prices. Never, ever downplay that value to yourself, right? That you That you are small today does not mean... Big trees started out as plants. They started out as seeds, right? So that's what it is. If you leave me, I just keep talking. And talking. <laughs> so, Anyways, um, I hope uh, I hope our listeners got uh, got inspired um, by by this by this episode. Um, of course, find us on Instagram, coffeeandbeans.pod. Send us send us um, send us fan mail fan mail at coffeeandbeanspod.com. To the next episode drink coffee and stay inspired yep. bye